0: Hello listeners, welcome to another preview podcast. I'm Mitch Lewis from Form Guide Breakdowns and I'll be taking you through another race meeting this week. We're looking at the Murray Bridge meeting set for the 17th of June. Um, First off, get into the conditions. So currently it's a soft five track, probably expecting with the weather that they're having this weekend, I'd expect it to be at that level. Somewhere between the five and six, but probably closer to the five side. And the rail is in the same position as it was in the previous meeting here a couple weeks back. So that's the five, plus five metres between the 1,000 metre and the winning post, plus two metres in the shoot and true the remainder. So last meeting it was a pretty even day. Runners made ground from the back, so I'm expecting it to play very similar again. So eight races this week. Kick off race one. We've got a BM70 over the 1200 meters. I've put number one turf decision on top for Jeff Searle and Dom Tenor. And um, look, Handy Horse has some good upsides. Had seven career starts for four wins. Kicked off this prep with a nice win at Court and then went across to Bendigo where he didn't really get a lot of luck. So comes back here to a race that looks slightly easier. Uh, he's had. A win over this exact same track and trip. I think he looks really well placed to here, And like I said, he's got some good upside. So he's going to be one to follow. Next pick, we've gone with number six. A lot of fun. So a lot of fun was backed strongly in markets last start at Murray Bridge. Going around in another similar race. The market will probably want to be with her again. She's light in at the weights. She's definitely a chance. But she probably needs to improve on that last start at Murray Bridge. Which I think she can do if you go back to... The Strath album race, three starts back. She showed a lot more in that. So she's one to just probably keep safe. And then to close out the picks, number two, Pegasi for Todd Pannell and Travis Dowdle makes his debut for the new stable here. I thought his trial was pretty good. He's probably going to land in a good position from his barrier. Might be one to watch and just see. But yeah, he's definitely got a win in him sometime soon, I would imagine. On to race two now. So this is the BM82 over the 1,000 metres. I've put number three, Howe, on top for Lockie Neindorf and David Jolly. He's a last start winner. We know that he's super consistent type. He has won third up before. I just think this sort of looks a race that sets up well for him coming off that last start win. He gets in pretty well at the weights. Murray Bridge to me, he's only raced here once but it looks a track that should really suit him so I'm expecting him to be running another good race, particularly if he brings that last start form, I think he'll be pretty hard to beat Number 2, keep reading for the Jolly Stable and Todd Pannell goes on next pick he's been racing consistently in some pretty strong races, he's 4th up and fitter now he's had 5 starts over this distance and placed in 4 of those, that's probably my little knock on him that I think he's a little bit better over a little bit further but He's going to push forwards. He's going to be in a strong position in the run. So if runners are leading and controlling races, he'll put himself in a very good position. Number six, the Magistrate's going to close out the picks here. Should get a soft run from barrier three up on the speed. He's placed two starts in a row now. Put the riding on the wall last start when he just was 0.2 lengths behind Howe. So if he runs up to something similar to that, he's going to be around the mark again, meeting Howe better at the weight. Moving on to race three. So this is a BM86 over the 1,600 metres. Short price fave here. I'm with number three, Pudding, for Richard and Chantel Jelly and Todd Panel. So when I did the form yesterday, Pudding was at $2.10. He's currently sitting at $1.75. So there's been some strong market support for him. He just gave nothing else a chance in his last start at Morfittville, and that's a very similar field to this here today. He probably goes up probably two kilos, which is... The only real difference, but he did beat that field by 3.3 lengths. So he's a winner over this exact same track and distance. He's going to get suitable conditions. I'm expecting him to be pretty hard to beat again. It's just whether or not you're interested in taking such a short price about him. Second pick I've put on number four, Cash and Checks. So Cash and Checks, I had on top to beat putting in that last start race at Morfaville. There was no tempo in the race, and he sort of didn't really give a turn of foot in the straight ended up being six links behind Pudding, so he's got a fair bit of ground to make up, but I think he can be helped here today with Alana Olivesi taking three kilos off his back. He's going to carry 51.5 kilos, which gives him a a four-and-a-half-kilo swing on Pudding. So if someone can put some speed into this race, or it might even have to be him, he's going to be better off and have a strong turn of foot late up to the 1,600 metres. He just needs the race to be sort of run to his terms. And closing out this race, I've gone with number two, Omo, with a bit of value. He's come third in his last two races. Up to the 1,600 metres is going to suit him. He's won over this distance twice. And um, hasn't been far away from putting either. He, he beat Cash and Checks home last time. And prior to that, he was third behind Picargo, who came out and won again. So fourth up, fitter now. He starts to peek into his preps at about this stage. So look for him to run a bold race at a price. Race four here, uh, BM64 over the 1,000 metres for the three-year-olds. Number three, Bristler's going to go on top for me. I thought he was super impressive when he won his last start at Morfittville. Beat some of the horses that he meets again here today, but he just did it in such easy fashion. He ended up winning that race by two and a half lengths without really being pushed too much. He's drawn barrier three here today, and I'm expecting him to just settle up on the speed, and he's going to take some serious amount of catching if he runs anything up to what he did last start. Second pick, I've gone with number six, Storyteller for Michael Hickmont on his home track. I had him on top to beat Bristler last start, but he sort of, you know, there might have been some excuses. There might have been something going wrong with him. He was 9.4 lengths behind him after he was well supported in the market. So potentially he didn't get everything go his way that day. Out of barrier nine, I'm expecting him to sort of be kept safe because we know he's going to get back and the big Murray Bridge straight is going to suit him. So expect him to improve. And number four, Midnight Rush, to close out the picks for race four. They scratched him from last week. I'm not sure if that was to do with the wide, ugly barrier he got given, but he's drawn out a barrier one today with Todd Pannell. Should race somewhere up near in the speed. I'm expecting he'll probably settle behind Bristler. Um, He was a winner first up, last prep. I think he's got a little bit of upside, and his recent trial was reasonable enough to suggest that he can run a race at a decent each-way price as well. On to race five now. This is a BM68 over the staying 2500 meter trip. So, tricky enough race this one. What I've actually done in this is I've put my value play of the day on top, and that's number three, Blandford Ladd, the jumper for the Galagota stable. So, he's been jumping in his last three runs. Um, particularly two of them were really strong he was a winner defeating one of our old fave saunter boy recently and then he was third in a big race at Sandown as well so he's fit and firing you know he's going to take out the trip um, sometimes some of these horses can sharpen up once they get over the jumps but i think he's just a bit of a fitness sort of go-to with him in this uh if he Sort of gets the speed in the race to set him up to get a run from the back, which I think he will from Verimli. He's going to be well-placed. You know he's going to see out the trip, and I'm expecting that recent form of his to be too strong. Next, for picks two and three, I've got the same form reference that I'm taking in And that's number 5 Wolf Prince And number 2 Smiling Assassin So they both basically Finished next to each other Last week At Morfittville Parks And they back up Into this race I thought Wolf Prince Was really charging Late to the line Still finished a little way Off the winners um, 2.4 lengths But he's up Another 250 metres today Which is going to suit him Peak He's at Peak Fitness And Jason Holder goes on So they're all, they're all Big positives for him and Smiling Assassin, I just don't think you can ever discount when he's in the form that he's in. So he was a winner here over the track and distance two starts back. You know that he's going to be around the mark. He continually runs strong races due to his fitness. Um, he's got a heavy weight here, which is my little query on him. But, you know, this is his favorite track and trip. I'm expecting him to be around the mark again. And the claim's going to help him a little bit, just bring him to that 60 and a half kilos. Okay, on to race six now. This is the BM64 over the 1,400 metres. I've put number nine, Gary, on top for Lockie Neindorf, Gordon Riches, and the Moyle Stable. I reckon his recent form strong enough to win a race like this. Uh, last start, he was second behind Victory Bandit on a heavy deck at Gawler. I don't think he's well-suited to those extra heavy decks, so he'll get better ground here today and prior to that he ran third behind another Ponzi and run and tell. They're pretty strong form references for a race like this with both running pretty well since. Um, He gets out to Murray Bridge. He's got a good record here. He's had two starts on this track for a win and a second. The win came over this exact same track and distance and like I said on the softer track rather than the heavy, I think he's better suited. So out of barrier four, I think Locky Nindorf can find a nice little position for him probably just off the speed. And I'm expecting him, if he finds some space in the straight, to be pretty hard to hold out. Next pick, we've gone with number six, Dawnburst. So Dawnburst last start here was pretty impressive. He sort of had to do some hard work on the inside of the track. I like where he's drawn today better. I think he'd be, she, I should say, sorry, she should be kept more safe. From the wider barrier and off the rail, that's potentially what cost her in her last start. So she's got a better setup here today. Todd Panel hops on as well. So they've actually had two runs together, one one and come third in the other. So good little setup for her. If she brings her best bet and she's got an opportunity in the straight to get a run. And then closing out the picks, number eight, Red Roof. So Red Roof's won three of his last five. Um, hasn't won here at the track before that was a little knock for me um, and might want the track a little bit firmer but light in at the weights winning form's good form and that's what he's got right now so he'll be around the mark as well moving on to race seven now this is the bm70 over the 1200 meters pretty keen to have a bet into this race this is probably going to be my best bet of the day and that's number five legless lady for jason holder Uh, than the McDonald and Glue Stable. So her recent form's been reasonable. I think she finds her race today. Uh, She backs up after running fifth last week in a stronger race. Um, The race wasn't really run to suit her, so I'm expecting she can probably improve off of that. Prior to that, she was 11th in a group three, but she was only five lengths off the winner, so I wouldn't discount that run either. I think this is a much suitable race for her today. Um, Interestingly enough, in July last year, She had a very similar setup where she came over this exact same track and distance after backing up having a week's off, if that makes sense, um, into being fourth up. So it's basically the identical setup for her today, and the blinkers go on. So it worked last time. I think she finds her race here today. There's enough speed into the race that's going to sort her out. I think she'll land in a good position, and if she finds clear running space off barrier two, she should be pretty hard to hold out. I think her main danger is definitely number four, Silver on Red. So Silver on Red's ever consistent, particularly here at Murray Bridge. Um, He's had seven starts at this track, one, two of those, second in two of those, and third in the other. Um, He'll be around the mark. We know he likes this sort of get-back, run-on type, and this track definitely suits him. So off his previous starts, he's up to the 1,200 metres, which I think is definitely ideal. And closing out the picks is in-form runner Jackson Ice. Uh, Jackson Ice has run... Two of his last three starts, he's lighter in the weights after Ben Price's 1.5 kilo claim and he's going to push forwards you'd expect from barrier 10 and likely take control of this race from the front. So if he gets it easier and up on the speed, I think he'll be pretty hard to get past. And finally for the day, race 8. So this is a BM62 over the 1,000 metres. I've put number eight, My Ruby on top. So My Ruby's had three starts at this track and won two of those. Her last starts, so we haven't seen her for a couple of weeks. She was only a one length third behind Demon Blood and The Gov. So both of, that, both of those runners have since gone on and run pretty good races and in, in particularly The Gov. I think that's pretty strong form reference for this race. She's been around the mark in her last three or four. So I think she gets her best chance here today. Out of barrier 10, she's probably going to float back and settle around midfield, but I think that's probably going to be an ideal position as I'm expecting there to be some pace from the likes of C. Witness and Elsa's Pride. Um, I've had Sea Witness as my second pick, probably based on the fact that Alana lives. is going to take three kilos off his back. And from barrier three, he will get a pretty soft run up on the speed. So if no one sort of goes up to challenge him, I think he'll get some cheap sectionals and be pretty hard to reel in. And then closing out the picks, we've had Jimmy's Edge. So I've been with Jimmy's Edge a few times this prep, and he sort of let us down. But, you know, it'll be the day like today where I hop off him that he wins. So he's placed in one, two, three, four, five of his last six starts. Um, like I said, he's around the mark. The last start third behind Big Shark probably rates pretty nicely. Yeah, consistent. He'll be around the mark again. Okay, so that's a wrap-up of all of the races. This is a little summary now of best bets for the day. So race five, number three, Blandford Ladd. He's going to be our value player of the day, the jumper. Race six, number nine, Gary. He's our next best. And then flood out best bet of the day is race seven, Number five, Legless Lady. Um, quickly roll through a as well. We'll kick it off, obviously, in race five with only the eight races today. We're going to be with number one, Verimli. Number two, Smiling Assassin. Number three, Blandford Ladd. Number five, Wolf Prince. And number six, Keeves. Leg number two with number three, Invincible Bay. Number six, Dawn Burst. Number eight, Red Roof. And number nine, Gary. Race seven, numbers four, silver on red, number five, legless lady, and number seven, jacks on ice. And then the last leg for the final race, we're with number two, sea witness, number five, jimmy's edge. Number seven, Elsa's Pride. Number eight, My Ruby, And number 11, Runaway Bell. So pretty big quaddie, fair bit of value in it. That's going to cost you $300 to get a full percentage of it. Um, And a little quick around the grounds this weekend, I've got two better bets at Flemington that I'm pretty keen on. And they are race four, number seven, Psy. And race eight, number 11, Art Zeno. Okay, and that's a wrap-up for this week. Thank you for listening. It was a short, sharp little podcast due to only eight races this week, but pretty sure the week after we're on to the nine at Morvetville. So good luck this weekend if you're having a bet, and if you are having a bet, please remember to do so responsibly and remember what it is you're really gambling with. And if you or someone you know is having a problem, please call the Gambling Helpline on 1-800-858-858 or look them up online.